You are listening to Call to Homeschool, episode number 240, January's Curriculum. Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach, a mother of seven, and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool, and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready? Hello, welcome back. Uh, Exciting time, December time, maybe exciting, maybe it's stressful. I am not trying to stress you out with this episode. What I want to do today is go over the schedule for January. So if you like it is in the back of my mind that eventually I probably do want to do school again in January. Um, some time for you to think about if you want to grab some books, if you are um, like, just hand this to me, Meg, so I don't even have to worry about something, just make January easy. I wanted to talk about the January schedule. So what I was thinking I would do is I've been doing these every month and I'm hoping that it will help you if you are overwhelmed and don't want to have to plan your home home whole homeschool, that this can just help make your life a little bit easier. So I have um, mixed some things up. It is, I just knew that this is what was going to happen as I was creating curriculum. It's just going to get more and more refined. And each month I get even more excited that I just love it and um, hopefully make it easier, especially as I get feedback of what people like, what maybe they wish was a little bit different. So how hopefully that this will be um, bigger for you, better for you. So what I do is I've divided my school days up into four days a week and you can use all of these things and you could use it in a co-op. You can do four days a week. And then on the fifth day, you can add in another subject you want to do. But this is what I've been doing for 16 years as four days a week. It has worked beautifully. My children, um, let's see, two of them are in college. One of them's graduating this fall and he did the schedule. Two of my kids have already graduated with their associates. Another kid is in college, right? And so this is what has been worked for my kids is sometimes we think that in order for our kids to be successful, we have to do just gobs and gobs and hours and hours of school. And we don't, we can do a lot of habit training and a lot of living and a lot of playing and a lot of having fun. And yes, we can do some learning as well. I just don't want it to have to, don't want it to take over your life, but to make learning fun and enjoyable and all those things. So let's go in and go over what January will be. So I did kind of some fun, different things of where read aloud, I've been giving some options. So just so you know, history is my favorite of all the school subjects. History is hands down my favorite. So just kind of going with a rotation with history and so the read aloud will a lot of times go along with history. Sometimes I guess it went along with our habit, but it's, the read aloud is usually going to go along with one of the things we're studying. And so history this month is leading up to the American Revolution because so often we jump right into the American Revolution that we skip the part of why. And I love studying the why. When we were studying World War I, um, I loved studying why. How in the world did all these countries get involved? How in the world did this become a world war and not just a country war, right? I love to know the why uh, behind things and it teaches you so many things. So I wanted to, with this, um, with January of the leading up to the American Revolution and and how it even got there. So with that, our read aloud books, I gave a couple different suggestions. One of them is Little Pilgrim's Progress from John Bunyan's classic. And the other one is Night of Soldiers and Spies. And so those two different books 
One would be like the night of soldiers and spies would probably be if you only have younger kids, right? And the other one probably be a little bit better with even at least eight or older, right? Of that older age group. So having some books like that for your options of read aloud. Then we have, I love having habits as part of our homeschool. It's what I've done always my whole entire school life. And I've loved to see how it's played out for my kids. Love to see how it's helped my clients' kids of having skills of pushing through when things are hard, how to be a good problem solver, all of those types of things. So Mondays are all about our habit and the habit for uh, January is mental, right? So I do the successful six finances, emotional, mental, physical, social, and spiritual. And so mental, how to do push through when things are hard, how to um, push through negative thoughts, all those types of things, how to just really succeed mentally. And so different books um, for that, that you can do different activities with that, that will all be listed in the January union unit. Then what I thought would be fun is, so for arts, arts are Tuesdays for me and my family. You can mix up the days however you'd like. I just love, for me, it helps my brain to not have to think, to know like Mondays are habits, Tuesdays are is, are the arts, Wednesdays science, and Thursday is history. And that works so well for my brain. On the unit, I just have it listed as day one, day two, day three, day four. So you can put it in any order you'd like. But for my brain, it's so much easier to just know Wednesdays we do science. Um, and then it makes so you don't have to think so much. And that makes school easier to do and easier to be consistent. So art, um, I wanted to do one of the things they wanted to do. And I've heard from some people is they don't want to buy a lot of books. And so there's a lot less books in here. And art is one of those things where, um, it's a composer, composer study, and it's a website page that you can go to. So you don't have to buy a book of the composer, um, music to listen to on YouTube, right? So you can just be really immersed in it. The only thing I'm having you buy with art is a picture study. And it is from simply Charlotte Mason, I believe, because they have really awesome picture studies that it comes with the pictures. It comes with a biography of the artist and all those types of things. And then winter poetry and we did this for Christmas as well, where I'm giving you the poetry. So you don't have to go buy another poetry book um, unless, you, unless you want to, which is totally awesome as well. So that will be the art. Then science um, is all about simple machines and just different books with that and different things you'll be studying and making and creating. And science can be a lot of fun, um, especially when you're building and doing some fun stuff like that. So some different options in there, lots of YouTube videos of really fun things to watch. You can really go dive deep with different videos like that. Mark Rober, the NASA engineer, created some really fun um, just experiments, his glitter bombs, uh, different things like that. Like if you want to have a kid who's really into engineering or something like that, like you can start with simple machines, but you can also escalate to some of these other things. Um, and just a couple different book ideas with that, with um, simple machines. And then... For history, all about leading up to the American Revolution, right? I love this part of like, why in the world were they, a lot of times we know about the Boston Tea Party or they were taxing and it's like, but why were they taxing? And maybe this is why some people found me annoying as a child is always asking why, like, I want to know why, why were they taxing um, the, colon the colonists over here? And it was because of the French and Indian War. And um, the French and the Indians had ganged up against England and they were in a war and whatnot. England obviously won. And then they were left with a big bill from this war. And so they put it on the um, 
colonists. Is that the right way to say it? They put it on the people in the colonies um, to pay for it. And so leading up to that and what were the different laws they passed and different ways they tried to collect taxes and different things that, that led up to the start of the American Revolution. So those will be really fun. Um, and what I did too is I wanted to do always just make sure like doing what I've done for years in my homeschool that created success. And one of the things that helped create success is variety. So I was studying about how long, um, I have first put in how long can a child, um, keep their focus or can concentrate or keep attention. And it was all over the place. And it was like, you can try to train them to get up higher and higher. And so then I thought, you know, I'm just going to go to adults. And it said an adult human, I like that it specified adult human, an adult human can concentrate for about 15 to 20 minutes. And yet we tried to make kids just sit through stuff after stuff after stuff. And so I love when we have a variety, right? So that's part of the reason I have, um, those of you on YouTube can see this where I have kind of like, here's like different things that your day can look like, right? So some of the things on there is you start, I don't, I didn't put scriptures on here cause you can just do that on your own. Um, I usually do it before school. You could do it with school, whatever works for you, but cleaning your bedrooms, tidying the home, right? And then a memorization, then a read aloud, um, and then an activity. So after read aloud, there's a small activity. And so with the mindset that we are going to do different mind bender activities and different fun things like that on art day, we're going to have writing activities. Um, one of the days is how to write a simple paragraph, compound words, activities, and just different fun, creative writing, storytelling, just different ways to do something different. So your kid's not just sitting there like all day long doing the same thing. Um, on science day, yes of different math puzzles. So just different ways to think about math. We had in one of our co-ops, we had a family join who she was a math teacher and then had decided to homeschool. And so she was like, I love math logic puzzles because it makes your brain think in a different way. Sorry, I have to take a drink. I've had the dry throat. I'm not sick. It just gets so dry in this desert. Um, and then for an activity for history or geography puzzles. It's so fun to really get to know your world and create it. And that can be something they're doing while reading aloud, just fun, different stuff like that. I also added in if there's some music that you want to sing with it. Um, I added for geography, 50 Nifty. I don't know if you know that song, but it's um, Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas. So it goes through all the states alphabetically. And it's funny because my kids were saying like, I've always loved to add in fun music and just different ways to sing and, and learn about different things. And one of my kids on, where were they? I can't remember which kid it was, but they were, that's one of my missionaries and somebody loved to grill the missionaries about the constitution and said like, okay, missionaries, how, what do you know about the constitution? And one of my kids said, started singing, we, the people of the United States and started singing all the things about the constitution and all the things they know. And they were like, all right, you've impressed me. Say no more. So like, it just is totally fun. I still know all the states alphabetically. I have some songs with the state capitals. I didn't put it in here, but that's a fun song as well. Um, and then you have your lesson each day. So some of the lessons may be a book, but some of the lessons are just a video on YouTube and make it really simple. Um, we live in an awesome age of technology. And so why not utilize it? I've already pre-watched the movies, the uh, YouTube videos for you um, so that you can just go and click on the, the lesson plans. You can just, uh, from your phone, it'll have a link and go right to that video or on a computer, whatever you are watching on. 
Um, and then music you can listen to. So you have a song you could sing and the music you can listen to that would go with it, especially with composers or early colonial music, right? Different fun things like that. Oh, and with mental, a lot of the music are growth mindset playlists. And I found some really awesome playlists that were so fun. Um, but I love silly. Um, if there's artwork or a poster or anything that can go with that, look at that. Any videos that may go with it. Um, I utilize YouTube a lot for history as well, because like I said, it's my favorite. And so uh, the French and Indian War, a video about it, that's great for the kids to really understand about it. Um, and then always an activity where you make something or do something, an enrichment activity, right? So it could be painting for art. It could be making something in science, right? So if we're doing simple machines, making a pulley. Um, with the French and Indian war, I have our activity is making a dream catcher, right. Of just maybe a little bit of native American culture right there with different things. And then on there, I have minute with mom and, uh, this is your one-on-one -on -one time with each kid. And when they're younger, you're going to do a lot of those subjects together. If you have older kids and it's too time consuming for you to do meet with all your younger kids, sometimes I would utilize an older child to do parts of a younger child's school. Like you are really great at math. So I'm going to have you do math with the younger kid or you're really great. Like just listen to them read. Right. So if you have a lot of younger kids, you may want to utilize an older kid or even group people together if you need to. And then I have on my daily plans, older children complete independent schoolwork. Now this is something I love because I have seven kids. My Let's see, I have three graduated, one graduating in the spring, another one who wants to graduate next year, right? So I've done it all the grades so many times. And so I thought, why am I not making a checklist for younger teens and older teens? So I didn't put an age suggestion on here because this is where you'll need to know your child. So if your kid is just needing to still develop a love for learning, just do the daily plans. Keep it super simple and sweet and just have a lot of fun with it. Eventually they start as they develop their love for learning, they're ready for more. So it's basically phase one, phase two with some younger teen stuff, which is for science is the Archimedes book. If you've read that one, it's fantastic where an older one um, might be reading a more, uh, a book with more depth, harder vocabulary, those types of things. But now you'll be able to have a checklist already made for your kids. That's also says math, language, arts, scriptures, minute with mom, they can check things off. On here too, that I've always done with my kids, it has the book. So they would read um, Archimedes, check it off, and then underneath it, they have narration. And this is the part, I've done other episodes about narrations, but the gist is, is being able to read something and then write it down, draw a picture, tell about it, because then it gets cemented in your brain. And when you read about something and then you have to tell about it, you read it very differently. So like if I'm reading a parenting book and I thought I am going to teach people about this, I am reading it with the eyes of like, oh, this would be a really interesting thing to tell people. Oh, this really stuck out to me. I'm not just reading it to check it off. So when they read it to have to then narrate it to somebody, um, they read it and it makes so much more sense. And it was awesome. We did, what am I, so my Briggy's been finishing Journey to the Center of the Earth. And it it like took us down this awesome um, rabbit hole because he's like, can you actually get to the center of the earth? So then we were looking at videos of why you can't get to the center of the earth and just Googling that, which led to the Titanic. I can't remember how we got onto the Titanic, but then we like, we were just researching more and more and more. And so narration is awesome. 
um, because he was something with the icebergs is why with the journey to the center of the earth and then icebergs. And then he got onto Titanic. So we just went like all over the place with minute with mom, with him. Right. But that narration piece is helping them to remember what they actually read. And what's so fun is a lot of my kids have kept their narration books. Um, my one daughter, Bella, her narration books were our family, um, as dinosaurs. And so, um, obviously I would be Megalodon. And, um, so she was, cause Tess was T-Rex and Bella was B-Rex and, and all those fun things. So everybody had uh, an avatar of themselves. And so her narrations were huge stories of this huge comics. And so she got to use her art skills and her creativity skills. And she really loved it. One of my kids would just do one drawing where it was <laughs> my favorite one. I think I may have mentioned this before on the podcast. I can't remember if it's the Old or New Testament, but it's like it's easier for a camel to go through an eye of a needle than a rich man to get into heaven. And it's a camel looking at another camel with a needle and going, you got it, Frank. <laughs> and I love that. Like we kept that one. We've loved it. We've laughed so hard with that one. Um, so one of my kids, Tess, used to make science videos. So she called it Science with French Fry and Friends. And she would just use a tablet and she would use um, stuffed animals and she would make a science video where they would reteach what she just read about. Um one of my kids actually did do writing and would actually do a paragraph and did beautiful cursive and everything of just a paragraph. So just allowing them their way of doing a narration of writing it, drawing it, recording it, something like that. And that's when they're meeting with me the next day is when I check their narration. We get lots of awesome discussions. If you can, it's great if you can read the book with them. Um, I know it's not always possible to do it, especially like you just had a baby, you're trying to read a thousand other books, right? So if you can read a little bit about the book, maybe on Amazon or um, just find Goodreads, something like that, where you can just read about the book so you can kind of talk to them about it, anything where they have questions. So that is um, something I'm so excited about. Then I also have, let me make sure I find it, uh, the scripture so for memorization, I'm just using things from the Old and the New Testament. Um, it's This is for the January, it's Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me, right? So we're working on the mindset piece of, um, especially if you're using the scriptures, you're probably religious of just like, okay, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. And just really having maybe that as a thought, that's something that they could use later in that life that they can push through. And then I also have a poem for you to memorize that I picked one that wasn't too long. Um, I, I was almost going to pick the Shel Silverstein one. I did put it in the winter poems where it's a really silly one, but I absolutely love it. But I picked Dust of Snow by Robert Frost and you can just print it right off and hang it up. So I have these both hung up in our schoolroom. So when we're meeting together, we start to, uh, with a prayer and we do our scripture memorization and then our poem memorization, and then we do our read aloud. And then you can just go through and have your whole homeschool plan for you. So I hope with some of these changes, it helps make your homeschool even easier, um, make it just manageable for you to do. Each month I will be sharing a little bit about this so that you can either go and grab um, it, this all in my on my website coachmegthomas.com and click on the link shop and it'll take you um, to my shop. I usually will have a main button on the home screen that will go right to the, that month's curriculum so that just I want to make your homeschool easy and this is one of the ways 
I'm, I can do it. So always teaching you how to connect with your kids and do all these fun things, but then how to take it when you have that connection, what to do next. I'm really having this fun and engaging homeschool. Um, I did, I don't think I said, I do have four writing activities. Um, I don't do gobs of writing with my kids. I actually allow a lot of just free writing. So they do a lot of stuff with their narrations where they're writing. Um, and then I do at least one writing activity a week because my goal is for them to love writing. And I'm not going to do that if every day they have to write a big, huge essay, if I'm correcting everything all the time. But if I can make writing fun, just like I can make reading fun and I can make math fun, then I can encourage my kids to continue to love for write. And when they are ready to really learn um, how to edit their own stories, they will let you know when they are ready as they get older, right? But an eight-year-old, they need to just write a 10-year-old. They just need to write a 12-year-old even just needs to write. And as they grow older, they will be then ready to learn how to edit their stories and how to fix essays and all those types of things. So hopefully that helps you. I hope you have an amazing Christmas and I will talk to you next week. Have a great one, my friends. Hello, friend. If you enjoy this podcast, I know you are going to love my curriculum. Each month, you will receive 16 lesson plans that cover habits, the arts, science, history, and so much more. Head on over to www.coachmegthomas.com and click on shop at the top of my site, or you can check it out in my Instagram bio. Have a great one.